0: This week's episode of the Run Eat Drink Podcast is brought to you by Warby Parker.com. Get a free five-day home try on at Warby slash red. Five pairs, five days, one hundred percent free.
1: Welcome to the Run Eat Drink Podcast. We feature destination races from across the country. And after the race, we take you on a tour of the best local food and beverage to celebrate. So whether you are an elite runner or a back of the packer like us, you'll know the best places to accomplish, explore, and indulge on your next runcation. Hey, welcome to episode 79 of the Runny Drink Podcast. I'm your host, Amy.
0: And I'm your co-host, Dana.
1: Welcome to the show. And on its release date, I would like to wish my sister a very happy birthday. Yeah. Before we get started. Yes. So, Ange, wherever you are, happy birthday. I love you. Aww. Aww. Yes. And this week has not been a travel week for us.
0: It has not. It has no. not.
1: We have been training. I've been keeping up with the high mileage, the 13 and a half, mile training run i have successfully completed as mr galloway assigned
0: high five yes and i on the other hand have been continuing my slow and arduous climb back to being able to do regular training but i've been doing all of my physical therapy mm. and in the process i did seven miles of
1: excellent walking, job.
0: of walking
1: it's an it's an excellent job any long run any long run, you can walk the whole thing to get the endurance, as Jeff says. Yes. So, but sometimes when you do those long distances, you have challenges. You're running in the same places. Your Your season, your training season can get long.
0: They can get long or whatever the or, reason for your doldrums. I'll be honest. I've been having a little bit of it. Have you? A little bit. And I haven't really talked about it much. But, you know, not being in the regular training groove has Mm -hmm. been kind of tough. And trying to keep my positivity up has been a bit of a challenge. But it can be anything, like you said. It can be, you know, like in my case, it's because of my physical limitations as I'm healing. And for others, it might just be they're in a rut.
1: They're in a rut and they need to do something to mix it up. So we asked last week.
0: What do you guys do in order to maintain the positivity?
1: And we got some answers. Excellent. We got some, we got a lot on Instagram actually. Okay. Well, uh, why don't you
0: share those with us? Cause I happen to have a voicemail as well.
1: Yes. So I don't want to butcher names and I hope that I don't, but. Trong. Trong. Yes. Thank you. Brian says, Hook up with friends for long runs. It makes the time go by faster. And that really reminds me of the Tulsa Galloway group, all the Galloway groups that we see online. What a great way to make training fun. Any
0: group at all. It doesn't. You don't have to be a Galloway runner, but any type of a running oh, group yeah. at all. Mm-hmm. Have somebody that you can talk with while okay. you're running. If you're talking, you're breathing.
1: A friend or a family member, yeah.
0: And if you're breathing, you're oxygenating your blood. Absolutely. So there's a reason the military uses cadences <laughs> on their in their running. Yeah, and, and that's the reason why. So if you've got somebody you can talk to while you're running, yeah, you're going to do better.
1: It could be a friend or a family member in. Going for the same goal, going for a different goal. It could be a running group with your local run shop.
0: It could be a running group with your local brewery that Uh just has maybe like a... Like fun runs. A fun run or the not quite Friday
1: 5K or whatever the case may be. Right. Oh, that's a shout out to J-Dubs in Sarasota. Absolutely. Uh Uh-huh. And listen, Sherry, uh, who goes by runs in a skirt on Instagram, says try different routes or routes
0: looking at the same thing day after day absolutely Mm -hmm. gets old yeah and everyone is subject to this one
1: yeah and steph swan steph swan 22 she says good music and a motivational partner
0: that is very true i will say i have several playlists that i use Mm -hmm. in addition to podcasts yes and I'll vary it up a good bit. Some days it's spoken words. Some days it's, it's a playlist. You just never know. And I've got my motivational partner right here, although she's running laps too. around me right now.
1: Oh, come on now. I'm walking them on the long run. <laughs> but you are very motivational to me too. So Dominique at Dominique underscore healthy living on Instagram says, stop looking at my watch and just enjoy what's happening around me.
0: I can't agree with this one more. I have found that if I am doing intervals and I'm focusing on my time, I tend not to do as well as when I just chill out, run when I'm supposed to, walk when I'm supposed to, and then just enjoy the scenery and enjoy what's happening around me. And the Mm -hmm. time goes by faster Yeah, because we all know it's like treadmill time. Oh, looking at your watch is the same thing as treadmill time don't Mm -hmm. do that to yourself
1: yeah because you look at your watch and you're like then you don't look at your watch the next time you do you think oh it's supposed to be like 30 minutes and five minutes has gone by
0: exactly
1: Mm, so yes and so you you mentioned listening to podcasts on the long run Mm -hmm. and our friend on Instagram it's your turn Lee says she listens to podcasts and she says also, to be honest, I have a love-hate relationship with running. I usually only train in three-month increments because I know my discipline level. That is so important. Just sidebar, to know your discipline level. In between, I would still run, just not as often, and not for data tracking. So again, leaving the watch at home mm-hmm. right, or not looking at the watch. right, And that currently works for me. Uh, I'm currently training for my first full, and I've chosen to train for six months. Right now, what I'm doing, when I don't feel like running, I'll do an exercise that I hate. For example, the elliptical, or uh, to go on an extended walk. And after forcing myself to do an exercise that I hate or that I dread, it will fuel my love for running. Yes.
0: Well, there's nothing worse than the treadmill. I, I am not as much of a hater of the elliptical. I I think that's a a great device to get some upper body movement as well as lower body. Mm -hmm. But I completely understand it that three months increment, there's actually some science behind that. I've been reading some stuff about seasonality and human beings. Yeah, And, you know, like most people can diet for about three months, Yeah, Uh, you know, and then after that you tend to fall off. You can do anything for about three months because the human brain is kind of wired to respond to seasons. Interesting. Yeah. So that makes total sense. And you may have stumbled into something there, Lee, that's actually going to work really well for you. So, yeah, very nice. Mm hmm. But we also got a phone call Yay! from our friend Rob. Love you, so Rob. Let's, uh, let's hear what Rob had to say.
2: Hey, Dana and Amy. This is Rob. Fantastic job you guys are doing. I thought I'd answer your question for last week's guest. And it was, what do you do? I, As I understood it, what do you do when you get in the doldrums of running? And well, for me, I move around a lot. So I, I don't get a lot of doldrums because I'm always running in a different place. And when I was home a lot... I would actually move around town and run in different spots, just not uh, run in the same spot, and that would help. And the other one was, uh, if you get have a bad training run or a bad race, what do you do? Okay. And I, I kind of take the baseball analogy at it. It's a training run, it's just, uh, it was a bad at bat, you know. And you have bad at bats, and then you get up the next time and you uh, give it, give it a good one, and so the next time it may work out. Just uh, keep at it. So hopefully, I'll give you some of that information and. We'll look forward to your next podcast.
1: Yes. All right, bye bye. I just love how he used that baseball analogy. It's so true. Mm-hmm.
0: Because everybody has a bad run,
1: and you can't let it hold you back in the grand scheme of things. And in the, for the long haul, you're in it for the long haul.
0: True, And right? And but I but we've all had those runs. Yeah, where you want to say things that would get us an explicit tag, which we're not going to do. Which we're not going to do. Mm-mm. But. I get it. I totally get it. And you don't want to let that one bad run make you throw in the towel for the rest of your running season Mm -hmm. and hold you back from that ultimate goal. Whether you're wanting to PR at your next race, whether you're wanting to do your first couch to 5k, that was, I think our hardest period of training was when we were going for our first couch to 5k.
1: You think that was the hardest? I think it was yeah.
0: uh, because I, you know, that's where you started your running habits, and, that's sh- and when you had a bad run during that period of time, that five k seems so daunting.
1: Yeah. Well, any any goal, if it's just getting out there for a mile or getting out there, going from mailbox to mailbox, it can seem extraordinarily daunting.
0: Yeah, and that's such a that's a great thing to do, just the yeah. mailbox to mailbox thing. But yeah, yeah. Uh, so fantastic feedback from you guys.
1: Yeah. Thank
0: you so much for giving us your suggestions. And, you know, if, if you're listening to this and you didn't hear our, our request last week mm-hmm. and you've got an idea of how you maintain the positivity, go ahead and send it to us. We'd love to share it. Info at runeatdrink.net. That is info at runeatdrink.net. Shoot us an email. Drop us a quick audio file. Whatever you'd like to do, we'd love to hear your tip or trick for maintaining the positivity in training.
1: Or you can do it like Rob does. He calls us at 941-677-2733. That's 941-677-2733.
0: Send it. We'd love to hear from you.
1: Dana. I am so excited because we get to welcome a brand new sponsor to the Run, Eat, Drink podcast this week. We do. It's Warby Parker.
0: Warby Parker. I have been hearing about this company for years on other podcasts, and it's awesome that we get to welcome them to the Runcation Nation this week.
1: For listeners of the Run, Eat, Drink podcast, Warby Parker is offering a free five-day, 5 pair at-home, risk-free, free trial so that you can try on their glasses.
0: You pick the five frames that you want from their website. They'll send them to you. You get to try them on with different outfits and hairstyles, see what feels good and looks good to you. And prescription glasses start at just $95.
1: That's so inexpensive when I think about the pairs of glasses that I have had over the years. So inexpensive.
0: And they're not cutting corners. Their glasses include anti reflective and anti glare coatings. They're including a hard case and a cleaning cloth with each pair. So there's nothing else to purchase for care of your glasses.
1: Warby Parker. It's online, it's easy, it's risk free, and you can try on all the frames for your friends and family members. You can have a fashion show and get feedback to find out what's going to work for you, and what's going to feel most comfortable without being rushed.
0: And in order to take advantage of this, go to warbyparkertrial.com slash red for your risk-free five-day,
1: five-pair try-on at home. And we thank Warby Parker for sponsoring this week's show. So we've been talking about the ways to stay motivated during training when it gets tough. And part of that for us is online groups, online groups on Facebook.
0: In this day and age, everybody finds communities. They find tribes to associate with on social media. And we gravitate towards... Groups about running, groups about food,
1: Mm -hmm. groups about travel, groups about Disney. Groups about Disney. And actually, some podcasts on long runs that I listen to are about Disney. Mainly, the Be Our Guest podcast.
0: It's a great show.
1: Love the show. Mike, Ricky, and Pam, they do an incredible job talking all things Disney. They're at BeOurGuestPodcast.com. And... A lot of people who listen to the podcast, they love run Disney events like we do, like we first discovered running and the high you get from a run Disney event.
0: And as you know, we have a run Disney event coming up in our race calendar. Yes. We will be back at Disney World in Orlando in November for the Wine and Dine Two-Course Challenge.
1: Yes. We're currently training for that. And... We get a lot of inspiration and a lot of support being a part of the Be Our Guest Podcast Lizards Facebook group. And we're so lucky this week to do something just a little bit different with our show. It's, yeah, it's going to be a little different format. So uh,
0: we're going to be doing the the food and drink portion kind of all together right here.
1: The, the running, the eating, the drinking all together in this fantastic interview with the actual founder of the Be Our Guest podcast Lizards group, Mr. Mike Bankhead. He is such a nice guy, such a great guy. Everyone in the group calls him Captain Mike. And he founded this group almost six years ago. They celebrated five years and did a big tribute show on the Be Our Guest podcast to Mike because he is such a great administrator and motivator in this group.
0: We got the chance to sit and talk with him long distance. Yeah. And it was just a fantastic time hearing about what inspires him, hearing about his reasons for doing the group,
3: mm-hmm.
0: what's so special about Run Disney, and yeah. then some tips and tricks from him. Yes. Yes, we may have to avail ourselves of on our next trip.
1: There's so much in this interview that can be for everybody. If you're looking for a group on Facebook to get some running support, run Disney or not, because it's grown so much, they have almost 2000 members and they don't just do run Disney events, exactly. which he'll talk about a little bit, but it's a source of motivation for that. It could be that you're going to your first run Disney event and you need tips or tricks about where to stay, where to run, eat and drink. If you're just on a regular vacation, this man is wonderful and such a wealth of knowledge for all things Disney, run Disney and to talk about the BR Guest Podcast Lizards. So without
0: so, further ado.
1: Without further ado. Here
0: is our interview with Mike Bankhead from the BR Guest Podcast Lizards group.
1: Yes. Well, we discovered the Be Our Guest podcast through our love of Disney, all things Disney and Walt Disney World and Disneyland. And we learned about a special Facebook group called the Be Our Guest podcast Lizards. That's a a supportive group that has given us encouragement on our running journey and we've been a part of it for how long, Dana? About a year and a half?
0: Year and a half, two years, something yeah. like that. I, it's it, it's kind of one of those, I like to stalk for my own inspiration, Yes, chime in every now and then when I think I might have a little something to offer, words of encouragement. I, I, I like many more posts than I comment on.
1: Yes, I would say I like them, I get motivation and encouragement from them. And uh, it's true. I'm kind of shy when it comes to posting about my runs, to be honest. And when we were at Wine and Dine last year, they were there taking a group photo. And I was like, oh, should I go up? I'm such a fangirl. I don't know. I don't know. We've been following them. We've been uh, uh, fans of theirs. Should we go up and ask to be a part of the picture? And uh, later on, when we submitted a question to the Be Our Guest podcast, we... We said, oh, we were fans. We didn't know if we should come up and say hi. And Mike Rallman, who is the host of the Be Our Guest podcast, along with Ricky Nibs and Pam Forrester, they said, yes, come on. You are part of the group. So when we go to Wine and Dine this year, we have definitely got to flag them down and get a picture with them. Absolutely. And... Hopefully, I don't know, I haven't asked him yet, but our very special guest today, I hope he's going to be there so we can get a photo with him. We are so happy to welcome Mr. Mike Bankhead from the Be Our Guest Podcast Lizards Group. He is the founder of this five-year-old Facebook group that has almost 2,000 very supportive fellow Disney lovers and runners or run walkers. And we're so glad he's here to talk, run Disney, share his experience, talk about the lizards and tell everyone what that's all about. So welcome, Captain Mike.
4: My pleasure. My pleasure.
1: How are Um, you doing?
4: Doing great. Doing great, uh, sitting here in South Carolina, huh? just like the folks in Florida watching all the tropical weather. Oh, I know. You know when it's cold, we say we're ready for it to warm up, but mm-hmm. I'm really for, ready for it to cool off this year.
1: Oh, definitely. The summer is yeah. so hot yeah, down here and probably humid up there as well, right?
4: It is. It is. Yeah. Within five minutes, everything's soaking wet. So,
1: so we're we're waiting for that fall weather, there for that can. wine and dine weather, you know. <laughs> so, we know a little bit about you from listening to the BR guest podcast when you were on episode 601 and if anybody in the audience hasn't listened to that, that that is such a great episode that you were interviewed in by Mike rawman of the BR guest podcast and it just kind of wet your whistle for that run Disney experience, but For those who haven't listened yet, can you tell us a little bit about how you got into running and run Disney?
4: Like a lot of the run Disney folks, never dreamed, never even fathomed in my wildest dream that we would be doing what we do. Uh, The fact that I'm even running a 5K or a 10K just boggles my mind, and I've done a couple marathons now that if you'd have told me 20 years ago that i would be where i am now it's just mind-blowing but it's grown much bigger than just a social media group or a, mm. a fanboy group or a disney group it's it's forged real friendships to end up where we are today like you say five years coming up on six years yeah. a few months End of this. It's just mind boggling.
1: It's unbelievable. Now, you started running to kind of but before you got into the Run Disney races, you started to run to get fit and to help support your family members. Is that right?
4: Yes. Um my wife Leanne had breast cancer in two thousand one. Well, she started walking and with a group of friends and um mm. uh, my sister, I've had a sister, Jan, that has always been the runner. She's been oh. our athlete the whole time. <laughs> and she talked Leanne into coming down to Myrtle Beach to run uh, the relay. They did a uh, – and they do it again now. But uh, they at the time, they did a uh, marathon relay where each participant would do five miles and the final one would do the 6.1 to finish oh. it up. So Leanne started <laughs> doing that, and she'd go off with them and come back. And I was like, yeah, okay. Mm. So they finally – we decided to go down as a family and do that. So we, we got, um, caught up in that and they cut cut out the relay down there for a while. I, I think they've started it back, but when they cut it out, um, I looked at Jan she said, well, what are we going to do? I said, well, let's, let's go to Disney world. She said, well, Ooh. let's, let's do a half marathon. So <laughs> My two sisters, Mary Jo Jan, their husbands, uh, all of us went as a group. And in 2009, we completed a Disney half marathon. And it was just mind boggling. <laughs> you know, you know the feeling of your first one. It's just. <sighs> and if, to do it with my two sisters and my two brother in laws mm-hmm. together Aww. just made it extra special. So that kind of started us on the Run Disney path there. Mm. And, um uh, so in 2010, Jan said, let's do the marathon. So like an <laughs> idiot, I said, sure, you know, and, but she had introduced me in 2006, 2007. I was diagnosed with a, a lymphoma. Oh. It's, it's a non-curable type, but it's, um, very, uh, it's not fatal. It's uh, just something you have to live with. So mm. I had to take the chemo and had to take prednisone along oh. with that. Well, I ballooned. And that's kind of where Jan got me hooked in. She said, this guy, Jeff Galloway's got this thing. You can do it. You, you know, so she bought me the books and this was way before Jeff had started to run Disney thing or anything. Mm. So became a Jeff Galloway disciple way back there. um, Convinced me that, yeah, I could do a half. I could do a full. So that kind of built into getting that full in in
3: 2010. Wow.
1: That Jeff, that Jeff Galloway is very convincing, isn't he?
4: Oh yeah, yeah. And, and a funny antidote to that: if you go to tag Jeff on Facebook, and has done this hundreds of times, it'll put Mike Bankhead on the picture because I get all these pictures so and so with Mike Bankhead. I pull it up as <laughs> Jeff Galloway. Oh my and, gosh! Uh, yeah, yeah. It's kind of, kind of, kind of strange. I'm not stalking him. I promise you, I haven't done. <laughs> done any code on uh, facebook to do that no uh, it's it's kind of a joke with with the running team now
1: oh that's (laughs) that's okay we stalk jeff every chance we get that is true we do we do
4: so how many thousands upon thousands of runners has he he helped oh my gosh what we have you know so
1: yeah we came to him very much like you did you know we were down what um 60, 70 pounds were, we wanted well, we to, now. we are now, but we were in the process of weight loss and we started running, had no idea what we were doing. Yeah.
0: <laughs> and that was, a, that was, mistakes were made. Let's yes. just put it that way. We, yeah. started out, we started out with the wrong shoes. Yes. We weren't really following any kind of a plan. Mm-hmm. You know, we got to learn all about shin splints and side stitches oh and, dehydration, you know, really early on. Mm-hmm. And Jeff ended up getting us on the right
1: path. When we came to do our first half marathon, we saw him speak at, you know, how they usually have him give the motivational speeches at the Run Disney Expo, Mike. Right. Have you heard him at those expos?
4: Oh, yes. Yes. And talk to him. He's so accessible. Oh, he's just.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Talk to him at
4: uh, Rock and Roller Coaster. You know, you sit oh. there talking to him and Barb at Rock and Roller Coaster, sitting on the wall. Oh. And, you know, it's just kind of
1: mind-boggling. It's, it's amazing to think, here is an Olympian who has helped runners, just your average runners like us, and like you, and like so many of the lizards, accomplish 5Ks, 10Ks, half marathons, marathons, and those run Disney challenges. You know those. So how, how, how did you come up with the idea to create that Podcast Lizards group?
4: After I finished the marathon, we continued on going every year just just to the uh, marathon weekend. But we started doing halves. I started doing halves then. Mm-hmm. Well, I, I got on a um, chat board run team and everything. It was pretty social and enjoyed that. But in in its final year, and another shout out to another Disney legend here, Deb Wheels. Ah. I joined uh, Team All Ears in its final year. I was p- part of that. Oh. And Michelle Scrivener-McLean and Mike Scopa, you know, and that whole group there. The interaction and the camaraderie and, and seeing Deb out on the course. You know, I'd seen her all the races and she's cheering and everything. Mm-hmm. But to, to finally be a part of that... Man, and, and, it was kind of funny. You were talking about seeing the lizards. I went to the first, uh, my first meetup with them and I kind of stood at the back of the room. And after a few minutes, I was like, uh, okay, these people, they all know each other. I'm out of here. And I ran, uh, no, <laughs> I no. ran out the door. <laughs> I was afraid, but, uh, it, it did. Um, we had other meetups after that and I did get to meet, meet the folks and then through, uh, uh, the Mickey Milers, another, another great mm-hmm. team uh disney team um interacting with michelle and listening to their podcast when they had that uh, uh, just learning from that Mm -hmm. i kind of grew in the social part of it then Mm -hmm. so mike in 2015 he was going to do his first full marathon he had never done a full marathon he'd always done halves and like i say this was 2013 2014 he was starting to plan for it (laughs) i said well and back then, we
3: didn't, at
4: the beginning, we didn't even have a Facebook group. We were over on the old community forums. The Those board,
1: message boards that predated boards Facebook for, groups? Yes, yeah.
4: yes. And actually made a little group in there. Of, got our little column for running team. And weren't the lizards then. We, we were just kind of starting out and communicating in there. Mm-hmm. And around this time, Mike, Ricky, and Pam did a show. And there was something in there about all the lizards at Disney World. You'd see them in the sun. They'd be kind of just laying around. But then when it cooled off, they'd run around everywhere. So, And they were everywhere at Disney World. You see lizards, you know. So uh, that kind of I emailed Mike and said, you know, you, know, you want to give this a go? And this was after I did my growing into Disney running podcast with him. And oh. he said he'd always want to do that but he didn't he didn't want to approach me about it but I said well okay well you know I know we won't be on the scale of all these other teams but let's just you know with us we get together anyway so let's just run together and yeah came up with the logo and it kind of took off from there just skyrocketed we started the Facebook group and I will say now, I'll let everybody know that it, it is a closed Facebook group, but if you search Facebook, mm-hmm. Be Our Guest Podcast Lizards, mm-hmm. and send a request, and I personally vet each one, I, I, it's no high standard to get in there at all. Just make sure, you know, you are who you say you are. I look, oh. and There's a couple questions. You don't even have to really answer the questions. Just <laughs> I, I, I look through you. If, if I see Disney or I see a run or anything in there, but we do keep it. It's not an exclusive at all. I do want to make that clear.
1: I just love how you welcome runners, walkers. I'm so glad that you told the story about where the lizard's name came from. Because when I think lizards, Dana, when you think lizards, you think, oh, my God, they're so fast. (laughs) Right?
0: Well, And and I I love the idea of, you know, they just lay around a lot in the daylight. I'm like, oh, that's just like me.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Well, I was thinking, oh my gosh, but it's not that they're fast. It's, it's that whole, w- that welcoming of no matter what your distance, what your pace, everybody can get support from the group and everybody is so positive, even though there are so many, almost 2000 lizards.
3: You it's, know, we've,
4: we've never had to kick anybody out of the group. we have As far as being an administrator in this group, Mm it feeds itself. It's just positivity is what it's about, and And it's contagious from their podcast.
1: Yeah, yeah, it's contagious. Now, I just love it. So, I wanted we were kind of talking the last few episodes of our podcast about you know how do you stay positive, how do you mix up training, how do you motivate yourself, and if you are running on your own and you don't have a local group that you run with. This is the social media platform and the Lizard's Group can give you virtually that motivation and that encouragement. So That's what it's all about. That yeah. is what it's all about. It's one of the most positive groups I have seen on Facebook and I encourage everybody to search like you said and and find it and be a part of it if you have a passion for all things Disney and run Disney or even just Everybody just supports each other regardless of whether it's a a run Disney race, even though that's the prevalent one that you all share and that we all meet up and and talk about. Well, I mean, I will actually meet up. I will not be like the fangirl the next time. I I promise you that, (laughs) you know, but now here on the Run, Eat, Drink podcast, we like to talk about race experiences, somebody who may have never experienced run Disney. Can you talk a little bit about one of your favorite race experiences from run Disney in the past and kind of tell us the story behind it?
4: I want to say, you know, other my favorite one will always be, like I said, when I finished across the finish line with my whole family, like that <sighs> with two sisters and brother-in-laws here in the choir. And one of my favorite is kind of a, strange one. You remember the one year Disney had the half relay where you did the two halves?
1: Oh, the uh, Chippendale.
4: Yes. Is this yes. the
1: Chippendale where somebody right. did 13.1 and then met you at the castle and then you traded off and didn't, and the other person did the other half?
4: Right. To make a right. complete
1: marathon? Yeah.
4: Well, Leanne, my wife and I were partners. Well, my sis- two sisters, we all did the did the relay. Well, at the relay point there, the Magic Kingdom, you know, the first one would run the first part, the Epcot, to the Magic Kingdom. And the second one run the Animal Kingdom to Hollywood Studios, that part leg of it. Well, everybody had come and gone. I was waiting on Leanne, and I kept waiting and kept waiting. And as it warmed up, I took my throwdown off and um, threw it down and was waiting on Leanne and the Ray Stewart there saw my bib and he said he looked down at his clipboard and he said oh your partner didn't make it you need to go on oh. and i took off running and this was pre carry your phone with your days and everything and <laughs> yeah Malikou into it i'm thinking she didn't make it uh oh. did her knees because she's had knee problems Did her knee go out did she mm. you know did she pass away peacefully did i don't, no. you know So I ran, oh, I don't know, you know, 12, 13 miles sitting there thinking, is Leanne okay, you know, under complete stress? Well, when we came around the beach club, we were staying at the beach club that year. There she was. She was standing there, just already showered, standing there pretty as ever. And uh, I, I run up and say, what happened? She said, oh, I ate some of the gummies and I got sick on my stomach, had to go to the tent for a little bit. And she said, I finished. She said, I came in behind you and got my medal. She said, I'm fine.
3: Yay. And just
4: the joy of, I don't know, from there to the beach club to the finish line, it was a runner's high. I ran through Epcot like, you know, usually by that time you kind of drag and in the marathon and all. I flew through Epcot that day. I was just so happy uh, to see her okay. And we finished and continue on. And, And on the bigger picture of it, this past year was 10 years in a row. My sisters and I have been down there together oh. to run the Disney Disney Marathon weekend. Yeah. And um, that's kind of special. I mean, just to mm. keep that family together like that as we grow older and to still go out and act like kids and have a good time. So it's kind of a bigger picture thing. It's not a particular experience, but it is an experience to, to share uh, the parks and the uh, oh. the resorts and the time the meals. Okay, oh yeah, we meals. <laughs> here we go. Oh yeah, uh, the meals together down there is just uh, just just a blessing in my life.
0: Oh. So you had a chance to turn a a hobby into a family tradition.
4: It yeah. is. It is. We because we had uh, other than our Christmases where we get together. We have no other traditions like that in our family, but. It's pretty awesome.
1: And like you said, you get to run with your family through the happiest place on earth. The castle at the Magic Kingdom, the Hollywood Studios, and just everything at Disney, even just running at the boardwalk and beach club area. That it's just like nothing else, is it?
4: And now my sisters, uh, one of my sisters and Leanne, and one of my brother in laws do the 10K, so we get to cheer them. We're out there <sighs> with our cowbells and everything. And that's another big part of the lizards. You got a cheer group uh, all along the route. There, we cheer each other on and to cheer my own sisters on as they come through. And my wife,
1: oh. as she comes
4: through and taking pictures and selfies and all. It's- it's pretty awesome
1: you get the best of both worlds. It sounds like if you're doing the marathon or the half marathon and they're doing the 10 k or the five k then you you get to be the cheer squad for them and then they can be the cheer squad for you
4: yeah i actually actually with the lizards i I do kind of the dopey every year without doing the run and I get up at three a m every every morning go to the start line. Oh. Uh, with the crew And we do our pictures And have our little meet-up Pre-race meet-up Before each race The five, ten, half and full So uh,
1: That's early, Mike awesome. That is early And that is dedication
0: And that is <laughs> I, th- I think the early wake-ups Are part of the whole Disney experience, too
1: they
4: are it is. It is. i overslept this past year had a friend come from las vegas it was going to be her first full marathon she flew in the night saturday night and I, we we were all staying at the animal kingdom lodge and i was supposed to meet her in the lobby i overslept on marathon weekend marathon morning first time i would ever overslept for a race like i say 10 years now being at every race i wake up at 4 30 going Oh my gosh, Jeannie, did she make it to the start? Because she had to pick up her bill you know, yeah. before the race, and I was going to walk her through it and everything. And I look at my Facebook, and there she is. We're heading down to the lobby.
3: Oh. Uh, we're
4: in the lobby. Uh, we're getting on the bus. We're at the start. I'm like, <laughs> oh, no. Oh. But when I cheered for her, when I went out there and cheered and saw her come through there at the boardwalk, she finished it. I mean, that was another big high for me because she made it her first marathon. And she said her only. I said that too. But she's, uh, just experiences like that just sprinkled in. I could go on and on and on, cheering well, each other on. The year they called off the half, we had a oh blast. Yeah. Being part of the social group, it is a social group. And and it's grown outside of Disney, too. I will mm-hmm. say that. There are lizards running uh, the Hershey races. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, all across the country, they will be posed with six or eight lizards at, at, in Denver doing this race. And uh, mm-hmm. San Diego last year, This past, earlier this year, you know, there's a big group of lizards uh, uh, doing destination races together, mm-hmm. too. So it's grown outside of Disney because, you know, like you say, you end up with a couple thousand yeah, members surely they gonna uh, bump into each other with with our logo and the shirts and uh, with the Facebook and and another shout out to Debbie Stevens on our group every week post every lizard where they're gonna be what uh, races they're running and ask each one. Are there any other races you're going to be that you'd like to see added on here? So there's a roster right there where everybody's going to be that weekend and what races they're going to be doing.
0: Yeah, You know, yeah. The, the runcation is taking off. And when you have a core group of people that start out with maybe the Disney races, which mm-hmm. natural destination, natural vacation destination. Of course. Um, and then you've, got these runners now we're like well i want to i want to get it together and go hit another race maybe mm-hmm. you know we're not going to this disney race but there's one in this area we want to hit it mm-hmm. makes total sense that you'd have lizards getting together for other races
3: oh yeah
4: i'm um uh, i'm seriously thinking since there's no west coast disney races oh. seriously considering the san diego half next year as part of a package uh George, our friend from Hawaii, one of our biggest lizards, is planning on George did San Diego this past year. He, he, and Kelly all got together, and I'm like, okay, this is a good. Let's all meet on the West Coast for for one fun run.
1: Oh, Mike, I really hope they bring those races back.
0: We absolutely yeah. love yeah. those Marvel races.
1: Yeah. yeah, I hope they do. But that's a good plan, though. Now, yeah. when when you come to Orlando, do you always do? the marathon weekend, or do you branch out and do things like Star Wars, Princess, or the Wine and Dine?
4: I've never done Princess. I've done the others. Um, one, one off see. I guess you'd call them. Uh, loved each one of them. The, I'm g- coming down, you, we mentioned this earlier, the Princess weekend, uh, I'm having to leave on that Saturday, so I'll be there uh, Friday and Saturday morning at the starting lines for the lizard meetups on that. Oh. But I got to pull out Saturday for prior mm-hmm. commitments. But, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, I just, I don't do them with, uh, like I say, coming up on 11 years in a row for the full, uh, mm-hmm. marathon weekend. So mm-hmm. naturally that one, that's pretty committed right there. But yeah, I have hit the other ones above love them equally.
1: Now in your, experience in your vast experience over the last decade. When do you normally like to come in if you're doing a race on race weekend? If you're doing that marathon weekend, when do you like to come in?
4: Well, that's kind of shifted. We at one time we would come in a week like the Monday or Tuesday before and pull out that Saturday or the Monday after the weekend. Oh. But now we've kind of shifted to we we arrive on Wednesday and stay at least a Tuesday or Wednesday the following week. So we had those few days after. Mm -hmm. I'm starting to treasure those as much. Uh, uh, You know, when you come in the week and stay the week before, you know, yeah, it's kind of rough. You know, everybody's talking about you walk so much the week before and everything. I've never had the physical part of it, but just the mental shutdown when it's over and getting – Packing the car when we drive, we always drive on Marathon Weekend. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's always just kind of a bummer, but you know, a lot of folks are staying over now, so mm-hmm. we we have meetups after after race on the Monday and Tuesday now, just kind of playing the parks, like I say,
1: to celebrate the accomplishment. Yep. You have yep. a post race weekend tradition now. It yep. sounds like
4: how it is. It yeah, is.
1: and y'all wear your medals.
4: I'm not a real metal person. I love the shirts. And my shirts uh-huh. are my bling. I am a, you know, if I've run it, I wear it. I, I've got everyone. I I went few, a month or two ago, went and put them all in chronological order to make sure they were all still there and checked, checked my wow. shirt collection.
3: All I of them?
4: E- I, I love them. I, I, um, I wear one each night. I, I rotate them at night. Uh, just, I don't know. It's it's my my all my medals were in a drawer there. I never have even pulled them out laid them out
1: now uh, you mean Mike, you mean that you you wear the shirts that are included in your race entry yes, fee yes or yes. Are, are you ever tempted to do purchases at the expo where you get the I did it shirts?
4: I bought a couple of I did it and this past year, they had a green uh, half-marathon shirt, and I bought that. Yeah, I will buy a few of tech shirts. Like I say, I just love the tech shirts. Yeah. But the the race shirt itself is my medal. That, that's, to me, something I can wear, you know, out in the community or here oh, yeah. and there and look kind of strange wearing a um, Metal. medal to the Outback. Uh, agreed.
0: <laughs> I wear,
3: agreed. I can wear my shirt there and enjoy
0: <laughs> it. Hey, we've we've worn our medal. We well, have. well, number one, we always wear our medals the day of the race, and if we're, oh, there, yeah. if we're there for the weekend, we'll wear our medals to the parks. Yeah, yeah. But we'll also like we like if we come back home right th- on the weekend oh yeah if we're gonna go out here at home to celebrate i'm like yeah put your medal on so we're those weirdos that will wear <laughs> yeah. a disney I medal to a local uh, a local restaurant here in town that's you know three hours away from from disney yeah. oh yeah i'm we not have, ashamed no shame
1: yeah really i'll wear it to the outback mike Really? But
0: now, with the, <laughs> I I did a shirts for me at least. I, I think they it just depends on the year and the style. Yeah. Sometimes they're hit or miss yeah. for me. I, yeah. but I've I've pretty consistently other than maybe some of the color choices. I like the shirts that they give you as part of the the Disney
1: entry packet. Mm-hmm.
0: I, I, they usually yeah. do a really good job.
1: Yeah. Yeah. They do. Yeah. yeah. They do, and that's that's what I love. And and the expo is more an experience. Like you, you can get in there and like you can meet Jeff, and you can see all that's all the merchandise. But it is, uh, I like that expo. It's huge on Marathon Weekend, isn't it?
4: Oh, I come out of there with bags. Oh, yeah, yeah, yes. Uh, Yeah, uh, and I heard you talking about the KT tape. Your friend Jill uh, standing in that line.
1: Oh, yeah. No kidding
4: leanne chuckled about that she ever since she found it like i said she's had knee problems uh she loves the kt tape she loves yeah. for them to take and she knows one particular person that she seeks out to tape her i mean that she looks for that person each each expo if mm-hmm. they're there that's there's there they are and uh yeah and, uh, and things like that just mulling around and seeing all the lizards at the uh Uh, expo we'll we'll do selfies and post it right on the you know look who's here you know i love uh, it uh yeah yeah uh, we're here uh, be there in just a little bit stay stay you know so
1: now when you do the whole packet pickup deal and you you get all your gear and you get all set and and everybody gets the the KT tape that they need or the sport beans or the blocks or all that that's available at the expo extra pairs of socks or whatever is there a pre-race kind of carbo-loading tradition somewhere you like to go on Disney property to to eat something that fuels you for the race? Yeah, do you have a go-to?
4: Yeah. For years, it was Kona at the Polynesian.
1: Kona at the Polynesian.
4: Yes, their noodle, Asian noodle bowl was my go-to. But Uh the last few years, that's kind of shifted away. Uh, Uh their quality uh they've dropped a few things off the menu Aww. and uh, uh as a group I, I guess our biggest thing is post-race uh ah, okay my cape may at uh, the beach club the seafood buffet we load up because if, if you've
1: done a race
4: there is no diet
1: <laughs> there is no diet because you and have help. run the you have yeah. run those calories off you can and pack them back on
4: and you can pay for that buffet and feel <laughs> completely like I'm getting my money's worth finally. So. Uh,
0: we haven't done that one. Yeah, really. really. I want to know more. Over, yeah, we've gone over to the Yachtsman right next door. Steak.
1: For the yeah. steakhouse. Yes, yes, and that's yes.
0: And that for us is absolutely one of our favorites on the Disney property. Oh, we love it. So you, you're given the Mike Bankhead seal of approval for Cape May.
4: Yeah, they, they have the crab legs and Ooh. the bull shrimp, everything right there. So... Yeah, yeah. You, you had me at
1: crab legs, really. Yes. Yeah. and <laughs> we
4: usually hit it. We we like we're those old white people. Where we eat at five o'clock. You know, <laughs> you go to the restaurants at five o'clock. We're that crowd, so we usually hit them.
1: Well, you've been uh, up since three a.m. on the race day, so <laughs>
4: yeah. Oh, we've come back and relaxed. Uh, yeah, the, the midday break. The the Disney plan. Midday break. Each meal, hit the parks again. We used to go, and we kept yeah. it off with illuminations. Um,
1: oh, fireworks! Uh, what yes, a good yes, post race uh, tradition. Yeah,
4: one year we actually did the uh, the fireworks cruise there at, at uh, Epcot. Ooh, is our family, with the sisters and brother-in-laws, and that was that was another special moment.
1: That's fantastic. That's, was yeah. it just the family on the cruise, yep. like an individual cruise for the family?
4: Well, it's the the pontoon boat. The, oh. You know, it comes up into uh, uh, right up. It runs you right up there to the bridge that, that crosses over between uh, France and Great United Kingdom. There. Oh uh, yeah. They part there, and you got your snacks. Uh, <sighs> it was kind of special
1: beautiful and you said that was illuminations but isn't illuminations being yep. replaced is it last month yeah. oh, oh no yeah. no but it will it will be replaced with something like epcot forever is that yes. what That's i hear it.
4: the first what is it there's some in between yeah. the show and then then, the, and then they're going to do another know, one. Know, I'm yeah. trusting you, Disney. We're trusting you.
1: That it's going to be amazing There's as a post-race tradition. Yeah, something tells yep. me the Imagineers are are on it. Right? I hope yeah. so. I really hope so. So Cape May is your recommendation for post-race and seafood. It, are there desserts there, too?
4: Oh, yes. Yes, they're stacked. They're okay, stacked all around. And like I say, when it's a buffet, you... Taste a little best. Now, last year, my sister Mary Jo and brother in law Bobby didn't make it down, so it was just Jan and Rodney and I. We did California Grill. Oh, we, uh,
1: now where we is it. that on the property, Mike? Is that Epcot? Is that an, an at a no, resort no, no.
4: or? Oh yeah, uh,
3: contemporary
1: contemporary resort. Okay, okay, because we've never been. So, yeah, are you? Is that somewhere that's a must do that you should check out at Disney? Oh
4: yes, yes, yes. That is that is one of the the prime prime locations.
1: Oh, okay. At the Contemporary, and what kinds yes. of things do they serve there? Is it like Asian influence oh, or
4: their sushi is some of the best on oh. uh, on property? They had now they've changed sushi chef here in the last oh last year and a half, mm-hmm. and uh, but. I know you do Splitsville. They say it's oh, yeah. the same quality there, but it, it's uh, it's on top of the contemporary. We were in there. Get a full if you're there when the fireworks are going off in the Magic Kingdom. You're looking down on the Magic Kingdom. Uh, oh. You're behind um, Space Mountain, looking down. Leanne and I had uh, dinner there one evening. We checked in, and as the waiter was bringing our check. Fireworks were going off, as he said to check down. They began wishes at that time, you know. Oh, wishes yes. started going off, and they piped the music in. Oh, um, And if you don't eat exactly when the fireworks are going off, they give you a voucher. You can come back up there, and they've got a patio like out, out there. You can s- stand on top and watch it. And also, they Ooh. have the bar there where you, even if you don't have reservations, you can ask for seat at the bar.
1: Oh, but, you could... Uh, Get some food there.
4: Oh yeah, y'all! Nice. And the way y'all dissect food, you need to do it. You need to we do, do? Y'all, Oh, oh yeah, California yes. Grill. Y'all, because because y'all listening to your reviews have me yearning to go places. And, oh, uh, well, thank um, you. No, uh, this Yay. this would be a must do. Okay. To Baria, Stacy.
0: That is that is now on the list for the next trip up
1: Cape May. And that's at the yacht club, is it?
0: Uh, beach or club. Beach, club. beach club?
1: Well, they're the, yeah. they're one and the same. You get there, and then you can make it. Yeah, there. but yeah. <laughs> but yeah, okay. So at the yacht and the beach club, we got Cape May, and get the buffet, and then the tip. The other tip that Mike says in the contemporary, on the top of the contemporary, is the California Grill. Something
0: tells yeah. me this is going to. This is what inspired them to do that restaurant and bar combination that mm. we just experienced over there at toledo. the coronado springs the toledo yeah yeah, yeah.
4: yes a exactly toledo.
0: yeah
1: so
4: that, that's a pam forrester tip and we picked up is on it? that uh, another oh. great tip with disney world is eat at the bar uh, yeah uh, so many of their their upper tier dining has a bar area attached yeah. to a Brown Derby, uh, mm-hmm. uh, the one-off to uh, Italia there. Uh, you can get the food and small plates mm-hmm. right there and all the drinks yeah. served I think, right from the bar.
0: I think that's probably one of the best tips that you could yeah. give any yes. n- newcomer to the Disney uh, for experience. Disney lifestyle, if you want to yeah, call it
1: that. A lifestyle.
0: Because yeah. it, it, it's the exact same food and beverage
1: experience without the weight. True enough. So we sh- that's a great tip. Thank you for that, Mike. Ah. Yes. You have given several different great tips. Now you you've stayed at a variety of resorts there for the Run Disney experiences or just for vacationing at disney what's your favorite
4: has to stick with the beach club we bought in the dvc back in 2008
1: oh the Uh, disney vacation club
4: yes yes disney vacation club uh it's their timeshare program we were thinking about doing it and we were kind of shopping around looking at all the different resorts that uh, uh offer it and when we walked in the beach club, Leanne turned around and looked at me and said, I'm home. I said, Aww. "Well, you know, we've got others. She said, no, this is it. It's the one. She said, Epcot's right there. I'm right That's here. So you know, you got how many restaurants there at Epcot that you can walk to. You got the boardwalk area. You got, uh, you know, she said, I'm here. Love and that. like I said, we, we were lucky. We bought it at a very good time. This is probably the only thing I've ever bought that actually went up in price after I bought it. We,
3: Ooh.
4: and, uh, Several times I've said, "You know, Leanne, we could sell our timeshare there and probably put that money in account and live off that for Disney for a long- no. <laughs> She said, "No. Not touching my beach club." Yeah. yeah. Oh. So,
0: all of our friends that are in in DVC say the yeah. same thing, and we mm-hmm. yeah. we we are seriously considering it ourselves oh, yeah. given yes. the frequency with which we go. Mm-hmm. But we love that area. We're right yes. there with you. That yes. area yeah. of the Disney properties is so perfectly
3: located. It is.
4: It is, and uh, uh, like I said, uh, the beach club itself and yacht club have maybe four or five restaurants. But then you start mm. adding Epcot in. Oh yeah, you know, we've walked out and ten minutes, fifteen minutes, been in uh, Tokyo dining in Japan Ooh. or over to um uh, Salle. Mm-hmm. Just, uh, I mean, the access is just. Uh, it's off the charts
0: oh mike i don't think people realize how close you are to the parks from there
1: you can walk to the well is it still called the international gateway yes yes. yeah and you can go right into epcot and that kind of puts you at france and the uk like you were talking about and like you said Le Cellier. you can you can be right there in Epcot and I think that these are wonderful tips for places to stay when you're considering doing run Disney, but especially doing the food and wine the
4: Oh yes.
1: Wine and Dine Race weekend that's coming up that we're doing. If anybody is doing that or considering doing that, you can walk from the Boardwalk, Beach Club, Yacht Club area right into Epcot and be at all of the international food booths,
4: and now Hollywood Studios
1: mm-hmm.
3: is
4: taking all big time, and you can walk over there.
1: Yeah,
3: know,
4: the path, there. and it's a good little running path too. That's another great thing about the area. Um, yeah. When we're just down on our regular vacations, up early, nothing like running along the trail and seeing the sun come up over over the lake there, Crescent Beautiful. Lake, and uh, seeing the resorts and out. Big, big camera bug at one time, I'd get up at three or four o'clock in the morning, just go around and take pictures of resorts and uh, just beautiful resorts, boardwalk, all of them. It's It's so true. It's so true.
1: That's why we did the run Disney, the virtual run Disney race series. We're about three hours away from Disney. And anybody that's local, me, I mean, you could do the Run Disney Race Series was the the Marvel medals, and we would go up there and we would use that. We did that path for the June 5K and the Run Disney Virtual Race Series. Yeah, we
0: grabbed breakfast at the Boardwalk Bakery, oh. which... Ah. <laughs> uh, great <laughs> coffee. You, it sounds like you're familiar with it.
1: Oh, yes. Yes. Yeah.
0: And, and then we did that, that path as part mm-hmm. of our, our 5K. So
1: that's a great tip. That is a great tip. And you get to preview, actually, part of the race course for the wine and dine half. And also, don't you go through that path on the marathon weekend, Mike?
4: Yes. The full comes through there, yes. Yeah.
1: The full comes through there. Yeah. Okay. 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 But the half on the wine and dine weekend goes through there as well. So
0: And Star Wars.
1: And Star Wars. So you could get... That's gorgeous. Whether you're just running before you go and hit the parks on your vacation or that's such such a great tip.
0: Now you'd mentioned, Mike, your your post-race celebration, you like to do the the seafood buffet. And we're about to do wine and dine. That's coming up for us. And you've done wine and dine. Yes. When you're eating around the world showcase, do you have any favorites or any suggestions for people who might be hitting the festival? Uh.
4: My biggest suggestion is pull the menus before you go. Oh yeah. Print them off and find what you like. Cause there's Perfect. such variety there, you know, there's a, I want to say it's in. it's not in Italy, but it's one they put up. It's like a Belgian booth that Ooh. has a, uh, decadent chocolate, um, they call it chocolate pudding, but it's actually like a cupcake with warm melted chocolate with a s- white sauce poured over the top of oh my it. Oh, gosh. Oh, I, I, you know, I almost bust through the gate's uh, rope, <laughs> rope drop style and run to the booth with my wow. ticket, Get know? there.
1: Park take open. My money. Yes. Take my money. Yes. 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 Uh-huh. Yes.
4: Uh, Canada, of course, has their filet. We love uh, fillet Canada. Fillet and uh, their cheese soup. That uh, cheese soup, a, I would oh, bathe yeah, in that. Yes. It's
0: so good. It
1: is. Oh, my
3: gosh. And
4: they've added uh, back toward um, you know, American Pavilion, they have a barbecue set up. I I cook barbecue here at home oh. uh, out on the open pit with the w- hickory wood and everything. But they have a actual hickory cooker back there. Yes, that they you do. You can smell the hickory cooking and... <sighs> they have a uh, brisket sliders with some types of coleslaw i mean you, it's small plates so you can oh, just, yeah. uh, like i say my advice is uh, um, look at the reviews and uh hit the hit the menus and uh oh yeah uh you can make your list before you go that way you uh, you can uh, pace yourself it's kind of, yeah, okay, but it's kind of like a race, you know. It's you do, like a race, you got to train and do your preparation. <laughs> and just
1: like Jeff Galloway says, you cannot come out of the gate going too fast, you can't Thank eat God. too much at You're one right, right.
0: first booth <laughs> Well, you know, people think, oh, it's just little small plates, little small bites, no big deal. You, get, we get full by the end of the day because uh-huh. we take, we'll do multiple laps. I mean, I, I like to think that we're burning the calories off that we're eating. I like it. Maybe uh, uh, a little. I don't think with the walk in that that lot. one we're doing too much, but <laughs> but you know, you get full. You do because we don't normally sit down for a meal if we're no. there at wine and dine. We, we do the we do the countries and the booths.
1: Didn't Ricky Dying actually here. post some kind of meme about the trash can being the international <laughs> <laughs> table?
2: It's so true. Yeah, <laughs> for Stop. wine and dine. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah.
1: So. That is. Those are some good tips. But
0: yeah, doing doing that that you're uh, doing your research ahead
1: of time. Mm-hmm. Are are the menus in the app? I don't think in the My Disney Experience app they're there. I, don't I think have so.
4: one, it, and it was a free app called Food and Wine. If you look out there, go to the uh, Ooh. the app stores and stuff, and mm-hmm. it has got it is, and it's updated every year. It's got yeah. the menus right there on your <sighs> phone. You can and you can check off the ones you like and. Awesome. Yeah. It's, it's a great app.
1: And I feel like over on the BR Guest Podcast, Mike and Ricky and Pam, they have Chef Todd on, or at least last year they might have to talk about his experience and share like favorites from around Epcot and the festival, right?
4: Yes, yes, and and also they have the menus on the Mouse for Less uh, mm. page that Ricky Ricky maintains. Uh, yeah, um, the. Magic for Less Travels website yeah. and all they have a all the menus on there and mm-hmm. tips. Ricky actually goes down and she posts a lot of good reviews on there.
1: I well, enjoy no that. Mm-hmm. She yeah. has excellent taste because she says her favorite restaurant is the Yachtsman. She talks about the steak all the time, so I would trust her recommendations about food and wine. I would
4: too. Check check <laughs>
1: right. check and check. Right. Yes. So we will link to all of those resources. And so that our listeners can check that out, and we'll link to the menu so they can take advantage of your tips to kind of scan and make the plan ahead of time. Now, you've been a wealth of a wealth of info here, Mike. Thank you. Yeah, so Which sounds
4: great. Forty five so, days off. i know. going around those booths. I'm I, ready.
1: I can't wait. I can't now. You're are you going to get there this year?
4: Yes. Yes. Uh, we're actually <laughs> arriving on Sunday before. And we have to leave that Saturday of the of the 10K, but it's later in the day, so I'll be at the start line for
1: for, for the 10K.
4: Yes, for, yes.
1: For the 5K and the 10K.
4: Correct, correct.
1: We're gonna be there, Mike. We're great. We're Sounds gonna like be that. there, and this time I will not be like a fan girl that just says, "Oh, they're over there, but I can't go." I will, and Dana will. We will find you. Yes. But let's put it
4: put it out <laughs> to everybody and anybody that's there. Come on up and speak yeah. and, and find one of us and start talking and just just say hey I'm and I'm a lizard and yeah. you're you're there yeah your you're family and,
1: and you can find the Facebook group like Mike said it, you're just searching for the BR Guest Podcast Lizards right Mike that's correct yeah and correct. you can get more information about the BR Guest Podcast. Lizards at brguestpodcast dot com,
4: and also yes, uh, brguestpodcast promote promote them too. That's uh, yeah uh, the work they do. Mike Roman, mm. that guy is a warrior. I mean, he is on show fifteen eighty or whatever. Oh now. my gosh, uh, has never he's never missed never missed it.
3: a show. <laughs> yeah. He's a machine. Never missed a show. He is a machine. He's done
4: them sick. Done them yeah. from Disney World. Yeah, um, he, he, he's. Well, for those that don't know, Mike, he runs a half marathon every morning. Every morning, thirteen miles. Yes, he's he's um, he's a special,
0: <laughs> and he, does, and he posts the
1: selfies, doesn't he? Yeah. every yeah. on the group, so you can see yeah. it.
4: He, he, he's a special guy, yeah. he's our, he's our, he's our supreme leader. But uh, uh, Pam and Ricky, they they really they really are what fed into the lizards, their, their warmth and their kindness.
1: Well, I can tell you that your warmth and your kindness are so appreciated in the Be Our Guest podcast lizard group, your encouragement, your support. And, just thank you so much Mike for spending time with us today and telling us about the Run Disney experience so that everybody who listens to the Runny Drink podcast can get a taste of what that's like and it, even if they don't do a Run Disney event they can get support and encouragement from one of the best running groups on Facebook.
4: Oh, it's been my pleasure. My pleasure. Yeah, I'm, I'm definitely one of y'all fanboys now. So y'all, and y'all, y'all kill me when you're sitting there talking about the re- <laughs> restaurants and the sushi at this place or that place. And I'm, I'm sitting there on my the walks and my runs, going, I want that. I want that. <laughs> I want to go to Key West. I want to go oh. to Anchorage. I want to go. <laughs> oh. So y'all, y'all, y- back at you. you oh, you, thank you. you. You, you take me there
1: oh and we'll have to meet up and have a meal together absolutely yes
0: it's a date
1: yes thank you again mike thank you
0: what a fantastic interview
1: he's such a great guy and he is you know how we describe ourselves as back of the packers just your average runner he he's so approachable and he can motivate anybody It doesn't matter whether they're back of the Packers like us or super fast like some of
0: those lizards. And what a wealth of knowledge about Mm -hmm. the whole Disney experience, too. So if you're looking at Mm. doing a run Disney race, take some of those tips and tricks. If if you've only maybe done the parks before, but you haven't ventured out into some of the resort areas, Mm -hmm. check them out. It's absolutely worth your time. And you don't even have to necessarily be staying at the resort to go enjoy the restaurants that they have to offer. So Mm -hmm. Thank you, Mike, for everything that you gave to us during that interview and to our listeners here on the show.
1: And we'll link to the BR Guest Podcast Lizards group on Facebook and the Be our Guest Podcast website in our show notes so that you can take advantage of all those tips and tricks that they have over on their podcast and take advantage of the support of the lizards.
0: Well, that does it for us this week here on the Run, Eat, Drink podcast. mm We'd yeah. like for you to send us a rating and review on Apple Podcasts. If you'd head over there, just spend a couple of m- minutes, jot down a quick rating and review. It really helps the show. It helps us get discovered. Mm-hmm. And we cannot thank you guys enough for your support.
1: And next week, you know, we're going to have, of course, our training updates as we head into the southernmost half marathon, in using that as a training tool heading into run disney and the wine and dine two course challenge
0: so we'll have that some more of your recommendations and more so thank you guys for tuning in this week for the run eat drink podcast
1: i'm amy and i'm dana have a great week everybody
0: talk to you guys real soon
1: thanks for listening to this week's episode of the run eat drink podcast we're having a great third year because of your support don't forget to follow us on Facebook and Instagram at run, eat, drink Podcast, And on Twitter, we're at runeatdrinkpod. You can also give us a call at 941-677-2733 or shoot us an email at info at run, eat, Visit our website at runeatdrink.net and click on the subscribe link so you don't miss a minute accomplish, explore, and indulge right along with us. We'll talk to you next time.